LeBron James gets a career-high 20 rebounds, and the Lakers pull this one off in overtime to take a 3-1 series lead against the Memphis Grizzlies. They beat the Grizzlies 117-111. What a game. There is so much to talk about, so let's get right into it. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world who I'm not sure uh, how much of a voice he still has left. There was definitely a lot of screaming, but Laker Dad, what a game, Dad. I mean, amazing first quarter by the Lakers. They came out on fire. Midway through the second, they just kind of collapsed. Third quarter was a disaster. Fourth quarter, for most of it, looked like this was going to be a loss, but then... A miracle happened, Dad. D'Angelo Russell hit two back-to-back threes. LeBron James gets the uh, the tying layup to send it into overtime, and then the Lakers took control of overtime to get the win. Yeah, Hannah, this is probably the most exciting Laker game of the year, I think, and especially so because the Lakers won. Uh, this this was there's no there's no way to you know understate the importance of this game, Hannah. Whoever won this game tonight is very likely going to win the series because, you know, the Lakers now have a commanding 3-1 to lead. They just have to win one more game of the last three games in order to carry on. Uh, now Memphis has to win, you know, all three games that remain. But, you know, if Memphis had won this game, they would have taken the, the uh, uh, home court advantage back and Memphis would have been in control. So huge victory for the Lakers. So many contributors. Yes, LeBron, of course, down the stretch in particular was amazing. But Hannah, this game had no shortage of important contributors. Yeah, you know, let's talk about uh, the first quarter. You know, the Lakers came out. Crypto.com Arena, first of all, was absolutely fired up for this one, as I knew they would be. But so were the Lakers. They came out really, really ready to play. And one guy in particular, Dad, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, had 10 points in that first quarter, really led the way to to start, showed up with so much energy. Uh, He finished the game with 15 points, six rebounds, three block shots. I think two of those blocks actually came early on in the first quarter. He didn't play too many minutes, um, just under 20 minutes. So he played most of his minutes in in that first half. And, man, he really got the Lakers off to a great start. But, Dad... Your main man, Austin Reeves, tonight was the the leading scorer with 23 points as well as six assists and four rebounds. I'm going to let you uh, have the floor because I know you love Austin. Yeah, Hannah, uh, just so many contributors. Uh, Vanderbilt was uh, critical. He had two threes in the first quarter. Uh, and then, you know, Austin really, he just, he's just, I, I noticed again, they, they took him out. When they take him out, the Lakers start to flounder and they had to rush him back tonight. Uh, you know, the guy, for whatever the reason is, it's hard to pinpoint it. The Lakers just play better when he's on the court, and that was certainly tonight as the Lakers' leading scorer with 23 points. But, Hannah, we have to talk about D'Angelo Russell because he was as critical in this victory as anybody. It's crazy because he was just having an absolutely terrible game. I mean, he was dead in the doorknob. And uh, then... Late in the fourth, the Lakers are actually down seven. I think it was 97 to 90. D'Angelo hits two huge threes uh, back-to-back, gets them within one, uh, and absolutely just lit up Crypto.com Arena. I thought the Lakers were done. I thought it was going to be a loss. Like I said, they were down by seven. And D'Angelo ends up being the, the savior. Of course, then he fouled out with six fouls shortly thereafter. But you do really have to, to give him a lot of credit. He had 17 points tonight. 7 for 15, so again, you know, not a good shooting night at all. But listen, when it really counted, he actually delivered tonight. Yeah, um, D'Angelo was as important as anybody. 
The Lakers were dead in the water. Midway through the fourth quarter, it looks like this was a loss. It really did, Hannah. And somehow he hit two very timely three-pointers in a row. It really energized the, the crowd and everybody else, and it really brought the Lakers back. It was the impetus for the Lakers to come back. So he was so instrumental tonight. Dennis Schroeder had a very, very important game, played a lot of minutes, especially when D'Lo fouled out. Played a lot of minutes, but he was very active. Really good defense on Ja and uh, made some points and was really good. And, uh, you know, who else? Uh, Rui hit some, some key shots. Not quite the same offensive output as he's shown the last few games, but still uh, pretty good tonight. Uh, but let's talk about Anthony Davis, Hannah. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about AD in a second, Dad. But I want to talk first of, about LeBron James because LeBron was obviously the star of the night tonight. 22 points, Dad, career high, 20 rebounds. He's actually the first Laker player to uh, have 20-plus points and 20 rebounds in a uh, playoff game since Shaq did it in 2004. It just, it's unbelievable what LeBron is doing at age 38. It's, just, it's so funny. It makes it even... Uh, you know, all that more sweet because, of course, Dylan Brooks had been, you know, running his mouth, calling LeBron old, saying he was washed up. And it's just so funny because Dylan Brooks absolutely sucks tonight. He did nothing, you know, 11 points, but he was 4 for 11 shooting, 1 for 7 from three-point range. And LeBron is just so, you know, calm, cool, and collected, proving him wrong every night, doing whatever the team needs to win. And tonight uh, didn't score as many points as he's capable of, obviously, LeBron's very capable of uh, scoring much more than 22. But, Dad, the 20-plus rebounds and really commanded that overtime. I mean, he completely took over in the overtime. Yeah, and Hannah, you know, during the season, sometimes he's criticized for not playing defense that hard at times. He's been just playing his heart out on defense. What a what a, uh, a charge he took from Ja Morant. That was one of the most spectacular charges I've ever seen. I don't know how both of them weren't crippled. Um, but But LeBron was great defensively tonight as well. Just a just a really, really solid performance. Yeah, that was a crazy offensive foul he took. Very, very lucky that he was okay. I mean, Ja was just, he can really fly down. I don't know if I've ever seen a guy jump as high as Ja Morant does. It's truly outstanding. But, you know, the Lakers actually did a really good job guarding him. He only had 19 points tonight. The Lakers did a good job uh, defensively for the most part um, on the whole. They held Memphis to uh, just 39% shooting, just 21% shooting from three. So the Lakers defense, uh, they really delivered, especially in that clutch. It really wasn't the the John Morant show. And I think a lot of people had a lot of questions as to if Jaw was going to go crazy tonight because, of course, in the last game, he had that huge, uh, I think, a 25 point fourth quarter so people were a little worried about that but Lakers did a really good job containing him the main man for the Grizzlies tonight was a uh, Bain with 36 points but you know on the whole uh, the Laker defense was really good but dad let's talk about uh, the one player who I think really was very disappointing especially from the offensive end Anthony Davis uh, had arguably one of his worst games I would say as a Laker maybe even just in his entire career only at 12 points, did have 11 rebounds and four block shots, but still just 12 points, four for 13 from the floor, 0 for 1 from three-point range. Uh, disappointing because obviously in the last one, he had a, a really solid game with 31 points. I think a lot of people were excited, expecting him to kind of back it up and dominate this game tonight, but man, that was not the case. Yeah, Hannah, if the Lakers had lost tonight, I would not want to be Anthony Davis waking up in the morning to see, you know, how he was just going to be torched by the media. Uh, just a really, it's just, it's just becoming a pattern that every once in a while, he has these horrible offensive nights where he just can't score. He can't make a basket. 
And uh, tonight was certainly one of them. And I, for the Lakers to win this game as poor as he had offensively, I mean, I, I think he, you know, I think he had, you know, one basket in the first half. And I know he got maybe two or three in the second half, but it's just really poor performance. But you know what? This Laker team, what you have to like about them is on any given night, there's a bunch of guys who can step up and be really key. It's not just LeBron and AD. Of course, they're the head of the snake. But, you know, Reeves can do it. D'Lo can do it. Even Vanderbilt can do it. Rui can do it. There's just Schroeder can do it. On any given night, you know, the Lakers just have lots of possibilities, and that's why they're as good as they are. Yeah, you know, this is is such a deep team, and that's why it's so exciting because every championship team, obviously, they're going to have a superstar. They're going to have their leaders, but a championship team wins that title because of their role players. And the Lakers have some role players out there who are just really, really contributing. You know, like you said, it really could be on any given night. Austin could go crazy. Uh, Rui could go crazy. D'Angelo, Schroeder, you know, even uh, Vanderbilt and Troy Brown Jr. He had a little bit of a better night tonight. Even Malik Beasley, we're still kind of waiting for him to uh, have his night. The Lakers are just, they're such a deep team, and that's what makes them so special. And, you know, Dad, you've got to be really, really proud of this team. I mean, they have just fought tooth and nail to get to where they are tonight this was not an easy win I mean Memphis battled the Lakers battled this was a physical game um, there were so many no calls tonight the refs were just not blowing any whistles uh, not calling any fouls it was a tough physical game the Lakers could have folded in that fourth quarter uh, late when they went down by seven but they didn't and that is exactly what it takes to win a championship. So now we are in a great position. We're going back to Memphis for game five. Um, Dad, what are your uh, your predictions? Think the Lakers are going to get this one done? It's going to be hard. I know Memphis is going to be very fired up. Obviously, uh, they are one of the best, if not the best, uh, home teams in general. Yeah, they have the best home record. But, of course, the Lakers won the first game of this series in Memphis. Hannah, I just, the thing that worries me is, you know, for example, LeBron played 45 minutes. You know, the starters, the, the key contributors played a lot of minutes tonight. You know, and they got to get back on the plane. And, and uh, you know, I'm just afraid they're going to be dead tired. But, you know, Memphis should be tired too, although they're a much younger team. I have a lot of confidence and faith in these Lakers. They're, they're pretty tough. You know, they're a pretty resilient team. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm optimistic. But, you know, the great thing about this is all we have to do is win one of the next three games, and I think the Lakers can certainly do that. Exactly. Just one more. Who would have ever thought uh, the Lakers would be in this position beating the uh, number two team in the league and looking like they could really, honestly, Dad, I know it's not even crazy, honestly win it all. Uh, So, Laker fam, that is going to be it for this podcast. Once again, an outstanding, exciting uh, overtime victory for the Lakers who take a 3-1 to lead in this series against the Memphis Grizzlies. Let me know if you think the Lakers are going to close it out in the next game, which is Wednesday in Memphis. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And, of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram's at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker hand and Laker daughter out. Bye, everyone.